This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Welcome back. Uh, sloppy seconds time tonight. How the devil, that way, how the devil are we all doing? Well, yeah. Uh, not only did we manage to lose, which wasn't surprising, you know, we've played, we've played Arsenal 30 odd times in the Premier League. We've only won five and we've only won one of those at, uh, at, at their place. So we're <laughs> on a bit of a hiding to nothing, but. It's a lot. It wasn't a good game, was it? And on top of that, 
on top of that, Arsenal went and beat us. Uh, sorry, Nottingham Forest went and won. I mean, talk about we'll be insulting the wounds. <laughs> Hell, it couldn't get any worse. But anyway, how are you all? It is, well, we're going to talk about the game again. I'm a sucker for punishment. And uh, they just come in a Max Mosley of Leicester City Football Club. But I'm delighted to have my guest this evening. If you're an Arsenal fan, if you know anything about uh, AFTV, you will know him. Um, and it's great to finally get in on. We've been trying um, for a while. He, he, I think he was avoiding me. I mean, he, he went to said he was on holiday. He was away in America. Then, then he said he was having an operation on his knee. I mean, what do you do to avoid me? Let's say hi to him, Lee. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm all good, Chris. Like, yeah, I've been trying to get, I've been trying to avoid you, like, you know, making sure that we're going to win the game. That's why, like, you know, so as soon as, <laughs> well, as we won, I said I'd come on. <laughs> I don't think there was any doubt about you winning that game at all, you know. But obviously, um, a, a big part of AFTV. Um, hope that's going well. Yeah, um, all going good, thanks. Brilliant, brilliant. I love, I, I, I watch it so many times. Robbie, when he's on Talk Sport, having a go at Simon Jordan. Absolutely <laughs> love that. Absolutely love him. <laughs> Doing his best to put it. I think he did a good job of putting him in, putting him in his place, to be honest with you. He done okay. He done okay. Yeah, yeah. But hey, look, the game, first of all. I mean, you must have been confident going into this. I mean, you've had a great summer. Um, you've made some good signings. Do you feel positive about this season coming up? Yeah, I do. You know, and it wasn't no disrespect to, to um, Leicester. By the way, I, I know you're a bit little doom and gloom at the moment. I thought Leicester give it a good game. I thought it was a fantastic game of football. I thought it was end to end, and, and Leicester played their part in in difficult conditions with the weather and all that. Yeah. But I have to say, I, I felt confident. I was, you know, fortunate enough to go to America and watch uh, watch the Arsenal out there. I, I see something different out there in Jesus. I see us being a different side. And I said before the game that, you know, I just feel no disrespect to um, to Leicester or that. They weren't going to be able to handle him. I think that there's going to be a lot of defences that are not going to be able to handle the pace and movement of, of the three up top. And uh, um, what, what's also benefiting and getting Jesus in there is Martinelli. Martinelli is going to be one hell of a player. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Fanfana, but, like, you know, he was... You know nothing. Um, yeah. You know uh, Martin. They give him the give him the run around, like you know. Um, and I don't think it's because he's head somewhere else. I just think that at the end of the day, I think that you know um, Martinelli's got that that he can do that to to, to good defenders. And I felt you know like um, he played really really well. And Jesus, I, I, you know, you can say what you want about Johnny Evans as a defender, experienced defender, but panicked into making wrong decisions by. A, by the pace and movement of, of Jesus. But, um, you know, I think that um, if I was a Leicester fan, I wouldn't be too doom, doom about it. As good as we were, and we, I thought we was very, very good on um, on Saturday, you kept with us, you know what I mean, yeah. 2-1 and 3-2. So, I, I, I know you're disappointed with our ending in the end, but I don't think a lot of teams would have been able to handle Arsenal on that on that form. I don't. I mean, I, I did I did a watch along for it with an Arsenal fan. And I have to be honest with you, I I loved and I know we lost it and what have you, but your play was just so good. I mean, yeah. Jesus, what a signing. Two goals, two assists. What more could you want? <laughs> no, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? He's like, do you know what, uh, Chris, I'll be honest, when he, we first signed him, I, I weren't that excited. 
Mm. I thought, well, you know, it didn't really blow me away when I watched him at Man City. But when I watched him in Germany in pre-season and then obviously in America, and he's just blown me away. I was just so excited to watch him. And what he's done is he's set, he set a, a level for everybody else to follow now as well. Like, you know, I think that last time we played some good football last season, but we was toothless. But now we've got that threat. And that threat yesterday, uh, sorry, on Saturday, meant that I think last season, if that was Lacazette, Johnny Evans would have pushed right up to the halfway line and said, right, I can handle this defending. But he was dropping off and that was leaving holes for Ulegaard and the midfield players to pick up. Martinelli was able to get in behind um, on the left-hand side because Fafan was pushing up, but then that was leaving it behind because Johnny Evans was was dropping back. Mm. I, I just think we mix you up a little bit in defence, in, 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 and, that, and that's because of the quality play. And what, I, I'm going to be honest, I thought some of the football we played was fantastic to watch, oh. you know, one-touch football in and around the box. As but much as it hurts me, I have to agree. <laughs> yeah, but, but ultimately, in the first 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I, I honestly think that Leicester were a better side. They had that chance. But, you know, then we the little bit of magic from Jesus and we won nil up. And that's what's the difference between good sides and and and, 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 and average sides. And I mean that from, from Arsenal's point of view, because last season we would have gone in probably nil-nil. Leicester might have nicked a goal and we'd have been up against it. But we go in in the end of the day, two nil up. I think, I'm going to be honest, from the minute we scored to the to the end of the half, we were sensational, you know what I mean? Probably deserved to be two new up from that point of view. But it could have been so, so different if it weren't for Jesus. And that that, that is a fact. He, great strikers cover up a thousand sins. I mean, good evening to Terry and, uh, and David both in the um, uh, chat. As Terry says there, you bullied us. Uh, Martinelli made mincemeat of Fafana. Basically, what, what you see, you're saying yourself. Uh, David says, Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Arsenal are winning next few games the right direction. I mean, I, I was watching it and I couldn't work out whether Leicester were bad or Arsenal just didn't let us be good, you know. And sometimes it's very easy to say, like, yeah. an awful game, this didn't happen, that didn't happen. But sometimes you've got to look at the game and go, You know what? The opposition didn't let us do anything that we wanted to. And I think that was one of those games. I was so impressed with you. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I, I know what you're saying. Because when we beat Chelsea in pre-season, we won 4-0. And you think, well, it's pre-season. Uh, Chelsea yeah. ain't that good. Then you watch Chelsea yesterday and you think, well, you know, they're very, very good. So maybe there was a little bit in that. But I, I honestly just think, you know, you, you caught us on a good day. Like, uh, particularly at home this season, I, I, I think we're going to be a force because of those players up front and, and things like that. The, the, the good thing at the moment from Arsenal's point of view is if you drop deep, say like if you're a defence and you drop deep, yeah, don't let us get any space behind. We've got players in that can come short, play off it, and we can get in that sort of way. If you want to push up now, we've we've got that. But the other thing that we've got, we're bringing in Saliba and, 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 and particularly with Gabriel as well, is that we've got pace at the back now. And that was another thing, you know, Vardy so many times has caught us on the counter-attack over the years, you know what I mean? But I know he's not as young as he used to be, but he's still got that threat. But ultimately, that, that threat was taken out yes, yeah. on, on Saturday. We was able to push up and we felt like, OK, if you want to go the ball over the top, we're going to be able to go toe-to-toe, if you like. You know, so we, we haven't got the per sackers no more or the, or the Mustafis, the slow central defenders. So that was a key. that is a key to it as well. So I think that we're in... A, a lot better position than we were last season and the year before because of the personnel of the players that we got now and 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 the guys up front. You know, like I'll be honest with you, Chris. Saka, uh, Saka didn't have one of his better games yesterday, uh, Saturday. 
you know, uh, and he's been our best player over the last couple of years. So if he hits form as well, you know, the, 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 the Arsenal are in for a good season. But, you know, um, we, need, we still need to strengthen the squad. But I, I do think that we, you caught us on a good day. Sometimes when you catch a team on a good day, it's about keeping in the game. And that's certainly what you did. You know, you didn't, there was a stage there and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you'd have probably thought it as well. When it was 1-0, 2-0, you're just thinking, oh, it could be 3 or 4. But it, it, it didn't materialise like that, you know. So you kept kept digging away, kept plugging away. Um, and I'll tell you what, if Leicester keep their players, you know, then, you know, I, I still think you're a good side. I think there's some very, very good players. I thought Madison had a very, very good game, was dangerous from think, the offset. I think he was, he was the only one. <laughs> but, I mean... You know, Vardy, like you say, you didn't give him the space. He wasn't getting the ball. Um, and at the moment, there's a lot of restless... You know, the natives are getting restless, shall we say, down at the KP uh, with some of the decisions. I mean, three at the back with a Marty on the left of those three who's a right-footed defender. I mean, when we've got Soyuncu on the bench who's a left-footed defender, I, we don't know what's going on. There's so many questions being asked at the moment but you know teams go through this you can't have success year after year after year and when i say success for leicester i'm talking like fifth and sixth and positions uh you can't always do that and we're developing as a as, as a as a club we're expanding expanding the stadium but we're only still only going up to forty thousand, even with the expansion and that doesn't touch like the likes of yourselves, Tottenham, mm. Man United. You know, so we've got to be careful of FFP. But I, you know, we'll come on to Tillemans later, so we'll, we'll just put him to a side. But apart from that, is 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 that midfield position something you? Because you said you wanted to make a couple more signings. Is that one that you're looking at? Yeah, hundred percent. We need to strengthen in that area, like not not just uh, 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 as as a playing eleven. Listen, Shaka and Parsley done what really well on on Saturday, and to be honest, have played well for the last few games. But ultimately, if one of them gets injured, we haven't got no one in there to come in and do a sufficient job. So we need somebody to come in there. I, I do think that we're we 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 need another midfield player. I think in other areas, I think we can get away with it. I do think maybe we maybe just need a, an extra player up front but if if we was to get a midfield player in um I, I would be very very pleased in the last couple of weeks i think that arsenal if they got you know i was talking to my son like uh earlier today and, and we were saying that if arsenal were to get in three top players they, they'd push for push for uh you know not not, not winning the title but push push city and liverpool watching liverpool in that first half they, um, that impressed me you know that much their midfield isn't quite up for it so at this moment in time because you know why because they've got a couple of injuries and that's the worry with Arsenal get a couple of injuries and it could all fall apart for us like you know so I, I, I do think we need to just strengthen in a, in a in a couple of areas like you know I mean I don't you know I think you, you, you would probably agree so Arsenal sorry Leicester sorry we're not a pushover team um, you know whatever you look at the game but 19 shots to six of ours, you know, and the possession was pretty much equal. You, you, you were at, you know, say maybe the first five, ten minutes we, we were in it, but and, and I think Terry said earlier, once that first goal went in, our heads kind of went down, and I think we're just in that space at the moment. Mm. Um, but I want to ask as Arsenal fans because I, 
I, I talked with a few Arsenal fans on there, and I went on to a uh, Arsenal one of the channels afterwards. It wasn't yours, but uh, and I said, "Come on, surely now you've got to be happy with Arsenal and Arteta with that performance, the squad you've got, the purchase you bought." And he went, "No, it was all right, but I'm still annoyed with his game management." I mean, is Arteta ever going to be accepted by the Arsenal fans? And if he is, what have you got to? What has he got to do to be accepted? I, I think he's just got to get a consistency of results. I think, like you know, um, listen, we've had a fantastic summer. We brought in some good players, and 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 things are going well. But ultimately, you know, we didn't have a fantastic January, and we didn't have a fantastic end of the season. Four points clear with two got three games to go, and ended up not getting top four going to Tottenham and and playing completely into their hands. You know what I mean? Like they're a counter-attacking side and, we, you know, we only need to get a point there. They need to beat us and, and we're we're attacking them like in the first 20 minutes. You know, I, I think game management is, a, is an important thing. I think with Arsenal fans is that we've been very, very patient with what's been going on and all that. And, but it's now time to see some sort of results. And I think that that is what Arsenal fans now need to be convinced. I'm, I, I like Arteta as a person and I'm not convinced still. No. Why, uh, why, I'm, not, why I'm not convinced, Chris, yeah. is because of games like that, the Tottenham game last season, Newcastle away. Too many defeats, too many uh, poor performances in a run where we get three or four results. And I think this is a massive test for Arsenal now. Like, I think, uh, if I'm going to be really honest, our First five five games, the first two were our toughest. Our, uh, Crystal Palace and Leicester. We've now got Bournemouth. We've now got um, Fulham and Aston Villa at home. You know, so two away, one at one at home. We should, should pick up maximum points. Now, if we don't, questions will be raised. You know what I mean? And rightly so. Mm-hmm. Arsenal should go and win those games comfortably. In saying that, we're looking at Liverpool today that are struggling. Like every game, as you well know, is not. There's no easy games. But ultimately, if you're going to be, you you're going to be judged at some time. You've got to start putting in consistent results, uh, week in, week out, month in, month out. It's no good Arsenal winning five games and then losing four, which has been happening in the last few years. Yeah, so we've got to have a consistency run of it going. And if if Arsenal do that, I, I, and then I think you know with the way the fans are at the moment, and and that Arteta will uh, will will get the, the the credit and and the love that you know that that comes with it and deservedly so. Mm. I think he's turning a lot of Arsenal fans at the moment, Chris. I'll be honest, you know what I mean? Like, for me, I'll, I've always been a little bit against the appointment because I didn't think that we should have a manager learning on the job. I see why we've gone down that road, that road, road should I say. We're looking a lot better for it. So, listen, we, we've been patient. Us Arsenal fans have been very, very patient spending, you know, top money to watch, to watch you know, defeats, mm. eighth and eighth. and But, you know, I, I, when he first came in, I like what he done, Mikel, and I think that you know it's a results business. And you know, I don't, I don't care if he if he's a nice bloke and he gets the fans on side and all that. Like for me, it's about getting results, and um, that is, is the important. Is it? I mean, you had obviously a reasonable amount. Well, you had some of your best years. Let's face it, under Arsene Wenger. Um, at the end, everybody seemed to want him out. You always say, "Be careful what you wish for," but. It's. I just think it's like how many you know since you've been in sort of Champions League places. It's only been a few seasons. Yes, it's been longer since the obviously you've won the Premier League, but 
he came in and you know this time last year you were you were doing the Man United, you were bottom there with no yeah, points, yeah. you know. Um and yet you you still ended up I think was it sixth you finished in or, or fifth? Uh, fifth, 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 we can't fifth. fifth in the end. So you know, I mean it was a good turnaround and he came in and it was I thought it was a difficult job to come into because there was so much change needed. There was a lot of sort of people that needed to be got out of the club that he got out of the club. And, you know, rebuilding, it's, it, it's time-consuming and it takes time. And I think if you see progression every year, surely that's as much as you can you can hope for and just give it time. Yeah, totally, totally agree with that. And what, what, what I think is the, uh, the most important thing about it all is that, um, and, and I've, I've been really honest about this, is that um, what, we, what we've done is, we was when we, this time last season, you could see that we was completely and utterly not ready for it. Completely and utterly in a in a fit. What we've done this season though is that we've uh, we got Jesus in. He's been involved in every preseason game. So when we've gone into preseason, you can see that we're right up for every. We've we've been ready this season. So yeah. we've made mistakes last season from the board or the recruitment or whatever. And what we've done now is we've got these people in, the players in early and then you can, and now you can see what's happening on the pitch. You have a look at Man United, they've still not got their players in, you know, and maybe by September they might get them in, but then you've lost, you know, five, six, seven, eight points to teams like Man City, Tottenham and whatever. Now at the end of the day, we give Tottenham and, and, and the rest nine points start after three games. We had no points, no goals, uh, and we done well to get back in it. But we only lost out on top four by a point in the end. Now, if we'd have got the recruitment right at the beginning of last season and got everything done right, who knows? So I do think, which is a good thing, is that they've looked at that and thought, you know what, we're not going to make that mistake again. And I, I look at Arsenal now and why I was confident about us beating Liverpool, uh, sorry, beating um, Leicester on Saturday, because we were ready. You know, yeah. like... We, do you remember like the 4-3 against a few years ago? It was an internet. It was a shambles of a game from our point of view, tactically, because we wasn't ready. But 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 in this game, like you know, what I mean, we 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 were we was ready, like you know. But yeah, again, last season, um, sorry, the season before last, you were out of Europe altogether. Uh, you're now back into Europe. See, like I say, there were signs there that. He, you know, you are going as a club in the right direction, uh, but will he be given the time? I mean, if you let's say you finish top four this season, and I, I've got you down for finishing fourth, I'm not going to lie. I think you've got a good squad. Uh, I think everybody's behind Liverpool and Man City at the moment. Uh, probably a couple of seasons off, whether, whether they'll ever be caught or not, who knows? But if you get fourth this season, and maybe you know a good cup run. Again, that's progress, isn't it? 100%. Who you got down as third? <laughs> Don't ask. <laughs> as third, I, I, I've, actually got, I've actually got them down as third as well, but I, yeah. I watched them yesterday. I weren't that impressed. But, um, no, no. But um, I've got Chelsea as fifth. And, uh, sorry, yeah, no, no, I, 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 to be honest, I'm quite impressed with Chelsea, if I'll be honest, um, mm. yesterday. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I think that Arsenal... Listen, I think there comes a time... Chris, when you've got to be accountable, you're at Arsenal Football yeah. Club, and and, and and no disrespect to anybody else, we're a massive club, you know. Mm-hmm. So you've got to start being accountable, and I think that uh, I, I'm going to whatever happens this season, I'm going to back him, give him the, the the support and everything like as an Arsenal fan should. 
I'm not going to be calling for his head if we lose a couple of games or whatever. But ultimately, if he doesn't get into top four at the end of this season, then that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no excuses. And that, that, that's how it is. So, and I hope that everybody at, at Arsenal does the same. So, like, every time you go to the Emirates, it's like it was on Saturday rocking. So, they can't go, oh, this was not good. This weren't no good. Everything there is in place for Arsenal to get, to, to get fourth. Now, I'll be honest, fourth's not good enough for for the, the standards of Arsenal Football Club. Arsenal Wenger got sacked because he wasn't, you know what I mean, like fourth mm. and everything. So, when you when when you got uh, fans that are... Uh, Back in this, uh, the Arteta and everything like that, it's the same fans that, of course, were were calling for for his head. You know what I mean? So there's got to be somewhere along the line accountability. And I, you know, so yeah. for me, this season is progress. Get into the top four and go on again and kick on again. But I do think that we're going in the right direction. When you see the football that I see, look, I've actually like nigh on falling asleep at some of the games I've watched over the last couple of years under Mikel. I can tell you, I didn't on Saturday. It was entertaining. It was like yeah. good to watch. And listen, we put a, 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 a decent Premier League side to the sword at, at stages of that game. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to be honest, football's uh, fine lines. The goalkeeper, he, he, you know, Ward, he kept you in it in the first half. We made about three fantastic saves. Then he makes a mistake. So, you know, that that's, that's, goal, that's, that's football as well. So, from our point of view, I'm more than pleased what I've seen in the first game. Now, Crystal Palace away, tough, tough game, as everybody knows. We went there and, and got the result. And uh, so we're in a good position at this moment in time. We need now to kick on. It's no good winning those two games in Christian and going to Bournemouth and not getting the right result. So, you know, I expect us to go on, uh, get a good result. If we get a good positive result, I'll be looking at Mikel and going, do you know what? You're starting to get things right. And then, you know, that as I say, it, it is about results. And I, I think Arsenal, come, come the game against Man United, uh, on on September the fourth, should be five games in with with um, with fifteen points. You know what I mean? Like simple as that. Uh, and and if they're not, then I'm looking at Mikel and going right. Are oh, you really? Oh, and I know that's harsh when you say it, but I'm looking at if that was Tottenham, that was Liverpool, that was uh, Manchester City. They're getting fifteen points from those five games, particularly when you've beaten the toughest two that you've got, which were. Yeah were Leicester and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest, I'd be very surprised if Leicester don't finish above Fulham, Aston Villa and, 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 and Bournemouth. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. Fingers, so, fingers, like, fingers and Crystal Palace. So, fingers crossed. I, I had heard, actually, that on Friday night, as you were top of the league, that Arsenal were bringing out the uh, season's best of compilation. <laughs> you well, listen. Off. I don't know if that's true. That might just be a rumor. <laughs> it, it, it's certainly not true. But I will tell you what, we've had it. We've had it bloody tough over the last few years. I tell you, like as Arsenal fans, you know, it's not been pretty. You see, it's not it's been from pretty. an outside point of view, but it's never the same as you know being a fan of that club and what it looks like to the outside it is completely different. But I must admit, I'm going to have to do this, and you, you'll probably hate me for it, and I don't care because I do it. I do it every, every time we, we talk We talk Arsenal. So, let me just play this for you. It's time for the Daily Arsenal.
and I can always tell you it is 18 years, 92 days, 4 hours, 42 minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> a, a, a very, very long time, like, you know. So, listen, if someone... <laughs> I, mean, were, if I someone, do have a Tottenham one as well, which is even longer. Well, that, well that's even longer, like. You know, but if someone would have said to me after that invincible year that we won't, you know, be in 2022, um, yeah. we, we, we wouldn't have won the league again, I wouldn't have believed you. Do you think he was wrong to get rid of Wenger or had he done his time as a, as, as manager? I, listen, I, I, I think, you know, it's very, very tough. Very, very tough for someone like Arsene Wenger to say, look, you know, like to leave, you know, I, I'll be honest. And why, why? it's like saying to me, you can't go to the Arsenal no more. Like, it's, you know, it's yeah. a difficult thing. But ultimately, you know, he'd gone past his sell-by date and... and people go, oh, his first 10 years were fantastic and then his last 10 were I've always been at the thing like his first 10 years were sensational. His next five, from moving to the stadium to um, to the Emirates and doing five years there was just as just as fantastic. You know what I mean? We had a team competing, playing fantastic football, selling our best players uh, year in, year out and still being up there with the likes of the, the, the big boys and everything like that. His last five years, and when there was a little bit of money involved, you know, I just think he lost it a little bit. Like, to go into a season with just buying Petacek, the, the season that you won the league, by the way, that, that season, we just bought Petacek in goal when we had, um, funny enough, Arteta and um, uh, Coquelin as the only two real midfield players. And we went on, I think we went and bought for the mate, Flamini on a free transfer. If we'd have invested in that season, who knows what would have happened, but we didn't. And I, I just felt then you could see that he was losing it. Look, we still was a good to win the FA Cup and things like that. Yeah. But ultimately, I, I just think that it was the uh, the the right time, probably two years too, too long at the job, like, you know, if I'll be honest. Uh, listen, people were calling for his head when he lost to Birmingham. I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like... Um, circumstances were People happening. are starting to call for Brendan's head now. You know, it's... <laughs> we're fickle. You look up football fans... Of course I am. It yeah. says fickle. We all are. And on, when we do these shows, you know, we we look for things that have gone wrong, so that's what we want to talk about. <laughs> but, uh, of course. But, I think uh, Brendan Rodgers is a good good measure, by the way. Uh, from the outside he, looking in, I think he's very, very good. But he, you're going to tell me that he, he makes baffling decisions, you know, so exactly, they, they all do. Exactly. You know, so. He's very much, I think, in the in the Arteta mould. You think, oh, he's getting it right. And then suddenly you think, what the bloody hell have you done that for, you know? Yeah. But even in, even in that, uh, talking about the Premier League winning season, even then, we lost three times that season and twice yeah. to you. <laughs> Do you know what? And I'm going to say this now. Um, and I've, all, I've always said this, you know, people have always said, oh, Arsenal blew it that season and all that, like, you know. I'll never forget it. Uh, Valentine's Day when we beat you with that Danny Welbeck last-minute uh, winner. You never went on and lost a game after that. That was the last time you lost in the Premier League. Now, yeah. if you look at that, a lot of teams might have folded from that, but Leicester didn't. So, you know, listen, Tottenham, Arsenal didn't blow it. Uh, that season, Leicester went and won it. You know, um, mm. I'm, I'm going to be really honest, we couldn't keep pace with it. I honestly thought that we had a great chance of winning it after that game. And I, I actually, speaking to some Leicester fans coming out, I said, uh, you know, you, you, you're that, that's, that's, you know, like we're going to that knock you down. That, that would have been a big, yeah. difficult pill to swallow that last minute's goal. And I didn't deserve to lose, if I'll be honest, she was winning and, and, and we come back. So, but, 
ultimately you dusted yourselves down and didn't lose another game in the Premier League after that. So all credit to you, like, you know, so... Um, yeah, he says, you know, he says that was the game. You know, he went into the dressing room afterwards. Your guys were celebrating. There was that famous selfie, you know, you like you yeah. doing the thing. That was stuck up on our dressing room wall for the rest of the season as, a, as an incentive. And he said, look, you know, if it's taken Arsenal 96 minutes, whatever it was, to beat us, then, and they're now celebrating then we can go on and win this. And that yeah, is the point it, when he saw... It, it was a great know. point and it, and it was right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I honestly felt that that would have... I, I didn't think that Leicester would come back from that. You did. And all credit to you, like, you know. And uh, listen, deserve your champions. And, um, oh, you. Uh, you know, um, Tottenham... I don't think that like, people say, oh, Tottenham blew it. They didn't blow it. You know what I mean? They, they try to keep pace with you and couldn't do it, you know? So, and I think towards the end of that season, you lost Vardy for, did he get sent off in a game or something? Like he was out he for a few games. Um, yes, yes. Uh, and, and you still managed to um, get the goals that done it and all that, like, you know? So, no, um, and, and, and that's what, you know, when people turn around and, you know, laugh at people when you go, well, you know, Arsenal might win the league this season or whatever, like, you know what I mean? Uh, Nobody knows if anything can happen in football, like you know. So, um, it's an interest, it's going to be an interesting. So, I think if I'm going to be really honest, I think Manchester City are going to be, yeah, too I strong for everybody. You. If I, if yeah. I'll be honest, um, but uh, I, I don't think there's a great difference between the rest of the teams. I think Liverpool, yeah, they're, they're definitely up there a little bit, but then the rest of them, um, Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal, they've all got a win in them, all got a defeat in them. So, um, you know, it's going to be uh, very, very interesting, like, you know, and, and Liverpool struggling tonight, you know what I mean? So, yes, yeah. there's, there's no there's no easy games, no easy games. There is not. And I mean, last season, trying to do a thing in the Prediction League, and I could you can predict a thing last week, um, you know. Uh, oh, Man United fans popped in now and said Liverpool so overrated. <laughs> You're on sticky wicket at the moment there, Mike, I think. Uh, how are Newport doing? Are they, they're winning for you. They won for you. Uh, but, um, yeah, like you say, it, it, just, it is so hard. But Manchester City, they're just, well, they've got the money, haven't they, these days? And I, I want to talk to you because, again, on a lot of the Arsenal channels that I go on, um, Fleetly TV, Lucas Channel... Um, they are very anti uh, your owners, and is that? I mean, we've we've obviously got great owners. We trust in our owners. Mm. They've, they've bought not just into the club but into the city. You know, it's amazing, and obviously the sad news with the, with the helicopter crash. Yeah, uh, but we, like I say, we they, they they couldn't do. I always say, if Colesburg did football owners. <laughs> we've got we had a good one, you know. We had a good one. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Man United they hate you know hate the Glazers and what have you. But what is it? You know, because they always seem to back the manager. Yeah. Listen, I got no, I got no problems with that. I got no problems with with them. What they've done, they've they, they have put money in. They've spent a lot of money. They've spent a lot of money over the last two seasons, and we're, they're building something good. What I what I like from from an owner, and I've been brought up uh, with the Hillwoods when I supported Arsenal and everything like that. They're there every week, you know. Like when you're there every week, you care, you know. Like whether you love him or loathe him. Abramovich, when he was allowed, was there every game, you know. I was going to say the same, yeah. 
and, and, and that's what you what you want you want your owner to care you know now if your owner cares and hurts as much as you when uh, you lose a game then that's fine you know what I mean like and you can go well uh, okay listen the Hillwoods weren't always great and all that but you knew that they cared and, and, and loved Arsenal Football Club yeah. I'm not too sure if the Cronkies do there, there does seem to be a little bit of a change since they've got complete ownership you know and uh, and everything like that they're over here a little bit long, longer but when you see them celebrating um, NFL wins and basketball wins and all that like you know um, I, I, I like to see an owner with that passion for my football club That that's the only criticism that I've really got of it yeah. if I'll be honest um, that when Arsenal lose do they hurt as much as I do and if they, if, if they did hurt as much as I do then they they wouldn't just be spending fifteen million pound on a goalkeeper in a season. That that that's my thing. I'll be saying right, I want this and I want that, and that that's the only problem that I've got with them. Yeah, sometimes you can have too many sports interests, can't you? You know I mean, uh, exactly, exactly. Listen, I I, I love I, I I I've I've got like I watch the Washington. In 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 the in the NFL, I support Yorkshire. I go up to to the cricket every now and then. But it, but if they lose, you know, I'm nowhere near as upset yeah. as when Arsenal do. You know what I mean? So that so that's what I'm trying to relate it to. So you know, did they really really hurt when Arsenal lose? Well, you know that that's that's for me is the way it should be. I always say after we finally after. <laughs> they were the biggest club never to have won the FA Cup. We finally won it. I mean, yeah. how many owners would you have seen on the pitch with the players jumping up and down, with, you know, with the FA Cup in his hands? Yeah, and, they, and, the, and the players love it for him. Don't they love him for yeah. it, you know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I think also you have to look at the owners and, you know, the, the Smichael thing, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing. They, they've looked at it and gone, do you know what? You've been fantastic for us and all that. Uh, and we'll let you go, you know. So they're they're, they're a caring, caring people. I, I don't, at your I don't football think club. Michael going one little bit. I was a bit worried about getting Leno. I've got to admit, when that rumour surfaced. <laughs> but um, no, he, he's been a great servant to the club. You know, I mean, he had to be held back when he tried to get into the helicopter and it was on flames and exploding because he wanted to try and get Beachy out. The guy. You know, if you if you ever could say there's a there's a Mr. Leicester, and we you know they say that about Alan Birchnell, but he is he is amazing, and he deserves his three years down at the south of France. Yeah, um, just uh, enjoying life. Yeah, have a yeah, have a good three years, and we've got Danny Ward coming through. Um, but yeah, I mean our owners. I mean, you know, first game of the season, free water or beer. You know, you yeah, yeah, things. just just things like that do help, though, doesn't it? It does help. You know what I mean? It does yeah. help. So Terry's got a question here, and I can guess what your answer is going to be. But um, before we come on to the, the elephant in the room, uh, Lee, what was your thoughts on the ESL saga? Well, um, listen, you know what I mean? For me, um, you know, it, it, it just shows you it's all about money, the greed. Just sheer out of greed, like, you know what I mean? Like, that for me, I'm not interested in I'm old school, like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. European football's European football, but for me, the the, um, the Premier League English football is what it's all about. I want to go. I'd, I'd rather go to teams like Leicester, uh, Newcastle, uh, West Ham, um, Brighton than 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 go to uh, um, foreign teams all the time. Could you, you know, afford like, to go to Barcelona every 
No, no, I certainly oh, don't. I don't want to go to Barcelona every time. They don't really want you going there, neither, if I'll be honest. They don't yeah, want away yeah. fans going there. They just want it to be like all the home fans going there and everything. But for me, you know, a, a complete and utter wrong thing to do, like, you know. And uh, listen, English, the Premier League is 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 fantastic because it's about the Leicester cities. It's about the, the Arsenals. But it's also about other teams as well. Bournemouth that we've got, like... 12,000 fans is it going to the game you know what I mean like it's all about player team dreaming not Nottingham Forest coming I know you ain't going to like that coming coming up uh, having the dream you know Huddersfield have had their 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 day in the sun you know so it's not just about Arsenal it's not just about Tottenham it's not about the the big guns and all that like you know it's about everybody having their day and having a fair crack at it like you know so and listen I'm old school on that side of it like you know I don't want that ever to change. I, I was surprised by the reaction of all the fans of the, you know, the, the clubs involved um, uh, and how quickly they sort of backed down. They obviously, yeah. you know, they hadn't thought about it that much. But I mean, as they, I lived down, I lived just outside Bournemouth and I came down here 15, 16 years ago. And the first summer I was down, the Bournemouth players, it was minus 17 points in the fourth tier and they were collecting money outside the pavilion theatre in buckets to try and keep the club going. Yeah. And for them getting up to the Premier League, had we not won the Premier League that season, I think Bournemouth would have been the story. And yeah. that is what it's all about. The Blackpool's getting into the Premier League. Blackpool, yeah. 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 This is football. Football is a dream. And I think it may never happen again what Leicester, you know, what Leicester did. But even when we'd, we'd, we'd won it, they didn't want us to take part in that ICC World Championship thing, whatever it was that was on a pre-season where you flew all over the world. But it, it is all about your teams um, dreaming and hoping. And I think, you know, clubs look at look at Leicester and go, God, that might be us one day. 100%. And that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Wigan's winning the FA Cup and things like that. Yeah. Wimbledon back in the day winning the FA yeah. Cup. It is all about the hope of might one day that might be you. Yes. You know what I mean? Like and 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 that's it. You know, the dream is for me as an Arsenal fan is to see us win the league again. Like, you know, what I mean whether we will or not, I don't I don't know. But listen, you know, people will turn around to me that Arsenal have not won the European Cup. Um I will be honest. And they'll go, Well, what would you prefer to win the Premier League or the European Premier League every time? Always, you know, thirty eight games in a league season. Shows yeah. you the, shows you the best. If you win the European Cup, you're not the best team in Europe. You've won the European Cup, but not at the end of it, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean say you're the best because it's a cup competition. Yeah. And you're not the league is always your bread and butter. Every game, oh, good. yes. That's, and, and and that's, that's for me. What I don't like about the Champions League is that you don't have to be champions to be in it. So exactly, that's another thing. Yeah. So another thing is about money, isn't it? Champions of Europe, but they weren't even champions of, uh, of their own league. Exactly. So it's all a money. It's all a money making thing. That's what it is. That's what it all is now. And I get the Premiership is all a little bit about the money side and all that, like you know. But ultimately, it's still it's still English clubs. It's it, whether it's a Premier League or Division One. If I'm going away from home, I'm going to visit Bournemouth, or I'm going to yeah. go to Blackburn, or I'm going to. To, to, to Leicester or, or, or whatever. That's what you want to do. I, I, I want to go to all the grounds in England and, and it's yeah. part of it, you know what I mean? That's part of being being a fan, you know? So, uh, that 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 never changed, you know what I mean? I don't want to get on a plane and jet, like, uh, 
go go over to Barcelona for the week and then the next week over to Bayern Munich and everything like that. No, like you know, the the, the reason that you have you play Bayern Munich and you play Barcelona is because you're doing well in you in the league that gives you the opportunity to play in Europe. Terry says there, and I didn't know this. He says, just remind me, Lee, didn't you used to be a manager? Yeah, I've done a bit of like non-league managing and all that, like yeah, done a, done done a little bit of that, like you know, when I finished playing football, like yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, that is true. I, I mean, if Arteta fails, listen, <laughs> I, you know, what I mean, I wouldn't be as, as claimed to be as good as him and all that, like it's a different world. But of ultimately, course. you know, it's not easy. I can tell you that now, like you know. So. <laughs> I, I I've only ever done the uh, enthusiastic. Well, it was it was the FA. Part one, which as I, I always called the enthusiastic dad stage <laughs> when I was teaching my kids uh, and part of a, a club. And yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, it was more hassle than it was worth. Oh, no, no, good dad. Do you know what? I, I, I When my, my son played football, I never actually got involved as a manager. I helped coach the team and everything like that. Oh, never yeah. wanted to, never wanted to deal with the parents. Never, ever. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, phew, seen it, done it. Yeah. Didn't want to go there. It was amazing. I mean, for one game, we need as soon as they you, they you need a linesman, all the parents disappear. So you go like, like you stood there like, oh yeah, oh and then I'll do it, you know. And we're not professionals. We don't, you know, nah. exactly. We're running up and down, and you suddenly give you know an offside to one of your own players, and all the parents that you were chatting to at the start of the game. Yeah. Are we, Having a go at you, thinking like, "Come on, you know, give us, give us a break here." But uh, we're going to get to um, the, the the big question now. Um, what uh, let's say the big elephant in the room, as they say. Uh, I'm just trying to find something here, uh, and I can't. Where has it gone to? Yep, yeah. oh, we'll do that straight after this. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City. Not sure if that froze then or not, but... Um, yeah, it's probably there. Yeah. Yeah. Some good names here. Some good names here. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, Alan Smith, I mean, you know, we share him. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's quite funny because my oldest, he's now, he's sort of 25. And I said, I said, oh, I'm getting Alan, this was the last season. So I'm getting Alan Smith on. We have a chat and he went, is he the guy that does FIFA? I'm like, oh, for God's sake, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, uh, but no. Um, Tielemans. I mean, I can remember when Man United were after Sancho. And it went on and on and on. And as a neutral, I was getting fed up with it. It was on every news and what have you. And I was thinking, like, yeah, it's like paying back now because they're all getting that about Tielemans. He is that a contract in a, in, a, in a obviously 12 months' time. If you came along and put a check now on the table for 25 million, I reckon you could he'd go. He wants to go to you. I think he was speaking to you even when Wenger was there because of the Monaco link. You know, you're supposed to have agreed de details with his um, uh, with his agent. You could argue that after that performance on Saturday, you, you might knock another five million off if you still want him. Um, what what from an Arsenal perspective? Because we we're at the point now of Leicester fans. I am literally got to the point now. Look, you know, 
pack up and f off, or so you know. Yeah, I think he's getting to that stage, isn't it? Uh, listen, he's not going to sign a new contract. But what I'm what I'm hearing from from our end is that that Leicester are demanding like more like forty million than Arsenal, not prepared to pay forty million for a player with a year left of his contract. I think that if um, if Leicester let. I think they're playing a little bit of ball. What's what's the word like? Uh, chicken, yeah. chicken here, like you know what I mean, like knowing yeah. that he can go to his to the end of his season, or whatever. Listen, Leicester are in a difficult position because come um, the end of this window, the season finishes uh, or stops till uh, in in November, and then comes back yeah. in, and then like you know. You're looking at like six months left of his contract, and then like at the end of the day, you, you know the next transfer window. You're only going to get him like for for September, October, and a bit of November, and then you know the the the, the price is going to go like massively down. So Leicester have got to make a decision somewhere along the line. Now, at the end of the day, I I think what's going on is what I can understand is that Arsenal said, look, you know, if the price as soon as the price is right, we're we're going to come we're come and get you. And it's just up to Leicester to do it now. I didn't think that, um, if if I'll be honest, uh, I was thinking he might have put in a better performance than he did on um, yeah. on, on Saturday. I didn't say that he, he, he down tools in that game, but it looked to me that it was a player that didn't want to get injured, didn't want to get hurt. Um, he's just going to go through, just do enough to get through a game yeah. of football. That's what it looked to me like. Do you know what I mean? And like, um, So if I was a Leicester fan now, I, I would be urging... Brendan Rodgers, look, let's get the money now, get yeah. it done now, so we've at least got two two weeks left to find out who you want. Uh, the, the worst thing scenario for Leicester is going to come along if uh, if it goes on the last day of the season and you can't get anybody in, like you know. So I think that Leicester are going to within the next week something's going to going to happen. But the, the fact of the matter is that whether he goes to Arsenal or whether he don't, and uh, um, whether there's an agreement there, he's basically said that he's not going to sign a new contract. So it's over to Leicester now to see what you want to do. Um, yeah. Basically, I, I watched him not this season, the season before. Uh, sorry, not last season, the season before that. He's a quality player. But I felt last season he wanted he wanted out last season. Didn't get his way. And he's not quite... His heart's not there. Now, now when people turn around to you and say, oh, that's out of Listen, if you... If you I play football. And if, if your heart's not in it, you're not going to be giving it your all. When you're at a club and you everything's going your way and all that, you you run through walls and all that. Psychologically, if you're not quite in love with whatever, you just go through the motions and that's what he's yeah. doing. And um, From our point of view, this time last season, I think there would have been more clubs knocking on his door because he'd come off the FA Cup win. They'd had a yeah, it was fantastic in that FA Cup, by the way. Goal and everything that, like oh, that. Amazing. And we'll, we'll love him forever for that. But... He then, last season, we had so many injuries that he was playing. If he'd have been playing like he was last season in the FA Cup, he would not have got that goal. You know, he was out of position. He struggled. And that's probably why I don't think there was any players last season, apart from Kieran Dewsbury Hall, that actually put, you know, that that could come out of it looking good. But I just think, you know, we've had we've had both sides of it. We've had, you know, we had Mares who went on strike. You know, he, he was sat at Paris Charles de Gaulle Airport waiting for his agent to ring to tell him which plane to get on. You know, he was, um, you know, he was he, he wouldn't play because the depression had gone down because we wouldn't sell him, etc. And then you get Harry Maguire, who knew a season, you know, before he went to Man United, that Man United were, were going to come in for him. And he wanted to go. And what he said was to Leicester was like, well, you rescued me from Hull. 
I'll sign another contract so that you can demand some of you way, you know, fee for me, but there's going to be certain conditions in. Now, if Yuri had any respect to us for Leicester, he could sign an, a one-year extension so that we could at least maybe get $25 million for him in a year's yeah. time. He could sign that very easily. He could get a nice little pay rise. Um, and then he can say, look, you know, if a, if a club that's playing in Europe is um, comes in for me, you've got to let me speak to them. If a club that comes in and offers 25, 30 million come in, you've got to let me speak. So he can do all that and still not drop us in it, if you like. The other thing as well is, is the case, I think, of who will blink first. If we keep hold of him, he could be the difference between us getting, say, seventh and eighth. We got £80 million last year from getting to the semi-finals of the Europa Conference. That is more than we would lose on, on the transfer. Yeah. So, you know, we could turn around and say, well, fine, you know. And the other thing you got, would he be, I mean, you know, apart from now, people are saying that he shouldn't be, you know, starting lineup against Southampton. Usually he is going to be one of the first names on the sheet. Would he be that for Arsenal? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think he's good enough, if I'll be honest. I think that Arsenal, um, I, I, I wouldn't say that there's, there's anybody guaranteed a place in the Arsenal in the Arsenal team, you know what I mean? So I think that, you know, uh, he'd do very well. I, I like him as a player. I'm going to be honest. I think that he would get into the Arsenal team. I like his, his um, versatility. As I said, a couple of seasons ago, I really, really did like him as a footballer. I felt last season he'd gone off the boil a little bit, like, but I think there's reasons for that, like, you know? Yeah. I think that both, you know, if Arsenal want him, and let's be honest, if we do, then I think that, if we was to say, look, there's £25 million for him, right? That's a good deal, Chris. It's a good deal for us still at £25 million. Why are we trying to get it for, for, for less than that and whatever? If Leicester are asking for £40 million, they're not going to get it. They're not going to get it when he's got a year of his contract and he's not going to sign. So somewhere he got a compromise. And I think, like, you know, maybe Arsenal were thinking, look, for £30 million for a player that's with a year's contract is not mm. good. But look, come on, sometimes, you know what I mean, you have to pay out. Like, we paid over the odds for Ben White. So, um, yeah. he was a good player, by the way, you know what I mean? But ultimately, listen, if Arsenal want him, see, what worries me, you know, it's not right, by the way, is that oh, he, and I've, I've spoken to Leicester fans and it's the same what, what we're getting from Dan, what you're getting is that he said, he's out, no, I, I, I want to come to Arsenal, Leicester Club, I want to go to and all that. We shouldn't even be talking to anybody at this moment in time. We shouldn't even have an agreement there because he's under contract with Leicester. So I know that this happens and everything like that. So Arsenal feel that they're in a, in a, in a, in a position where they can say, right, OK, um, We'll just wait there for a couple more weeks and we'll see what happens. Like, you know, I'll be very, very surprised. Like, there was a rumor here last week that, that we're going to wait till he goes out of contract next. So, I, I can't see Leicester letting that happen. I, I really can't. It, you know, if, if you Leicester see, I can't, see, I can't minutes, see us letting him go very late in the window and not giving us enough time to get to exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and I think if we said, if we said, okay, we'll take. You know, we'll put 30 million on his head. You probably, you know, you could say Arsenal will come and go out. We'll offer 20. 
I suppose, you know, the other thing is if we're then 40, you might then come in and offer, who knows, who knows? I, don't know, but I think at the end of the day, it's worth 30 million. In my book, it's worth 30 million. You know what I mean? Forget about the contracts. He's a good player. 30 million for an experienced Premier League player. When you're paying 34 million for someone like Vieira that I've never heard of and not, not no yeah. experience in the Premier League. I, I just think that it's not, you know, it, it's... It, if I'll be honest, holding a club at ransom now, we've had it happen to us with the Sanchez thing. We've had it before with with players, you know what I mean? So it, it does happen. But when you get into that last year of your contract and, and let things go a little bit, you, you are forced into this situation a little bit like, you know. So that we had it with Aubameyang, you know what I mean? He was in a yeah. year left his contract and ended up spending like two, three times more more money than we should have done on wages, you know what I mean? So ultimately, at the end of the day, um, both teams, I think both clubs, if, if if that is the case, both clubs should come to an, a, a sensible agreement and get it done. We'll swap you for Saka. No, you can't. You can, you can have <laughs> Maitland Niles if you want, like, you know what I mean? You can have Maitland Niles, you know. So, no, listen, but the thing was, a couple of seasons ago, we wanted him. Yeah, I know, that's what I'm saying. I like, he's still a good He's still a good player. I'll tell you that now. You know what I mean? Like you could, you could do Maitland Knowles, and maybe even like someone like San, Sambi Laconga on loan or something, just to just do ease things. You know, just do something that you know maybe think. You know, I'll tell you what. Yeah, that that'd be a, a good thing as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, or I, I don't know. I, I, I might be disrespecting. Have you been, have you been surprised by Leicester's lack of activity? Yeah, I have been because you know what? I think they've been fantastic in the recruitment over the last few years. You know what I mean? But listen, you've got Drewsby all in the, in the midfield, who I think is class. You've still got Harvey Barnes to come back, who's class. You know yeah. what I mean? He's been injured and all that like, you know. I, and, you know, it is our, you know, I was saying this the other day to a Leicester fan, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you need to replace Fardy. It's easier said than done. You know what I mean? Like, he's been absolutely magnificent over the last sort of 10 years, five, eight years for you. You know yeah. what I mean? They like, don't come along very often, like, to replace. You know, um, they've done well in certain areas to get rid of Maguire for the money that you got and then to bring in players that you have done. So they've done it very, very well, Leicester. Like, you know, got some, some, still some very, very good players at your football club. Like, make no mistake about that. Like, you know, perhaps one or two is needed. I don't know if he's not got the funds or whatever at this moment in time. So that's something that you have to look at and all that. Like, but I'm pretty sure if Tillemans does go, Leicester will, will, uh, uh, we'll find a replacement. At the end of the day, you know, no, no one player is bigger than any club. Let's be honest. 100, 100, and that goes for Leicester, Arsenal, and whatever. Like, exactly. you know what I mean? So, exactly. So you did right, um, and, and and hopefully, you know, something can be sorted out. And whatever happens, we can always laugh at United being bottom. We can <laughs> Lee, enjoy it, like you know what I mean, and yeah. enjoy it. Lee, I really appreciate you coming on. I know we've tried to get you on for leading. No, up no, the game. enjoyed it, like you know. It was going wrong. Uh, look after yourself when you need. Don't go. Yeah, and and good luck to Leicester there. for the rest of the season. And good luck. I say I've got you down for fourth. And if you play like it was a pleasure, as hurtful as it was, it was a pleasure to see that at the weekend. Oh, very, very well, you know. But thanks very much, Lee. All the best to you and your family. Uh, take care and maybe we'll speak again soon. Definitely. Look after yourself. All the best, Lee. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, so thanks very much to Lee there for joining us. Uh, lovely, lovely guy. And thank him for his um, kind words about Leicester. I've got to be honest with you. I've got them down for finishing fourth. Um 
And I think if they play against most teams the way they played against us, there's no reason why they can't. Um, tomorrow, um, we have this. We do. Uh, Nine o'clock tomorrow night is our next show. It's the prediction show with me and Brad. And normally, of course, we do have um, Steve Linux on. He's sunning himself in sunny wherever he's gone. I'm not sure where he's gone, to be honest with you. It was a last-minute decision. He's gone. No doubt if we ask him nicely, he may show us his white bits, if you want to see it, ladies. I don't know. Uh, but we are going to be joined by, as you can see there, uh, Jerry Taggart. Uh, you all know Jerry. He doesn't need, I don't need to sell it to you. Uh, we all know him. And as we said earlier, details about his um, his wife's charity walk are in both Facebook and the Twitter. It's pinned up a Twitter. Please go and donate to that. It's all about helping underprivileged kids out. And um, they, you know, <laughs> we've all got kids. Well, most of us have got four. Um, if it was our own, I know how we feel. So let's get over there. Let's get over and give him some support on that Just Giving. The link is in Twitter, at Leicester TID. Uh, thank you very much for watching. And if you're catching this up on uh, your favourite podcast station, whatever that may be, we're all over it. Uh, Leicester Till I Die on podcast. In fact, this is where Watch we are. On Listen on your favourite podcast platform or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Broadcasting live worldwide. We are all over. We are all over. If you haven't already enjoyed the show, please give us a subscribe. Full of Leicester City content, obviously, but we also do like the prediction leagues. We did a uh, we do the weekly review at seven o'clock on a Monday, um, and we've got women's Super League reviews coming up. We do quizzes. We've got a hey, West Ham versus Manchester United quiz coming up on Wednesday, so that is something to look forward to. Um, thank you all very much. I will see you tomorrow at nine. Uh, take care of yourself. Stay safe. Thanks for watching. Thanks very, very much for listening as well. Um, remember, don't do anything I won't enjoy. Good night now. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time.
Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.